I thought I knew where I was going to go with today's passage. And then last week, God kept saying, no, there, there's a, something else. Because it seemed at so many turns this past week, I was reminded of just how relevant today's passage is when, it, when we look at it in the context of the larger chapter um, in Numbers. Because this past week, I know in my life and the lives of so many I was speaking with last week, I kept being reminded of just how easy it is to be overwhelmed. In our own personal lives, we all have responsibilities. We have our dreams of what we want to do but cannot do yet. And at times in our lives... It seems like things happen and we just keep getting knocked down. And then we live in this world, it seems so often, being reminded of just how broken this world is. We are reminded in the deaths of children and unspeakable violence. When we see the the growing divide among us as people, among us as Christians. Or it's even this past week when, when I would sit down at home or at a restaurant with a plate of food and look at my leftovers. It kept hitting me this past week that every day people die of hunger. And here I am with more than enough. And all of this is a lot. And it can feel so overwhelming. And yet, it has been into this broken world and into our everyday with all of our responsibilities, even in the midst of being knocked down, that we have been called. Last week, we found ourselves at the end of the Gospel of Luke in the passage of Jesus ascending to heaven to sit at the right hand of God. And he told his disciples then, but also us today, that we have been called to be his witnesses, to bear witness to the truth of a God who took on flesh and entered time so that we, even in our sinfulness and brokenness, can know the truth of salvation, the truth of freedom, the truth of love unending. And yet, when we hear this call, sometimes it becomes too much, especially when we think about the brokenness of this world and when we think of all we have to do. And it can feel so defeating. And we can sometimes just want to throw up our hands and say, I can't do this anymore. And that's where Moses was before today's passage. Moses had been called by God to lead God's people to freedom. But the people had gone from a place of celebrating their freedom 
to regretting that they had even left Egypt. Because they were still in the wilderness with no end in sight, no sign of this promised land. And the complaints of the people and the reality of the wilderness had got into Moses. And Moses told God before today's passage, I can't do this anymore. I would rather die than continue. Moses had thrown up his hands in surrender and defeat. And what kept hitting me this past week was how easily I fall into the same trap that Moses did. And it's a trap that I think many of us can fall into easily. Where it seems like everything just keeps mounting. And the brokenness keeps growing. And we wonder what we can do as Christians. And all we begin to see are our own resources and our own abilities. And then it seems like all we can start to see are our own shortcomings. And we say, I can't do this alone. But in today's passage, we see God's response to Moses. When God pours out his spirit upon 70 others, even for a brief moment, to remind Moses that to what God has called anyone, that we are never called alone. I love at the end of today's passage when people are complaining because two of the men didn't go to the tent, but they're just prophesying in the camp. They're prophesying outside of the sacred space. And Moses said, would that all God's people be prophets? Would that the Lord pour out his spirit upon all believers? Today is Pentecost Sunday. Today, we get to celebrate the truth that God has chosen to trust us as believers. That God has chosen to pour out his spirit upon all who profess Jesus as Lord. No matter our age, no matter our ability, no matter our sins. That when Jesus is our Lord... God's spirit comes and makes its home in us. Today, we get to celebrate two truths as believers. We get to celebrate that when God has called us, that to what God has called us, that we are called never alone, but as a member of the body of Christ, as a member of the church, That we walk as members of the church. That we work together. That we pray for one another. That we hold up one another. So that no one ever feels the need to admit defeat. But even more than that, today we get to celebrate 
They get to celebrate the fact that God has chosen to pour out his spirit upon all believers. A spirit for whom nothing is impossible. In the early years of the civil rights movement, Martin Luther King Jr. was beginning to rethink whether or not he should actually be involved. Because people were calling his home and threatening to bomb it. He had a wife, he had a newborn baby girl, and he was worried about their safety. And so one night, when he felt unable to sleep, he went inside the kitchen table and he began to talk to God about his anxieties and his doubts and his fears. And Martin Luther King Jr. later said that that night he experienced the presence of the divine and heard a voice within him say, stand up for righteousness. Stand up for truth. God will be at your side forever. That truth is ours. That when we choose to trust in our calling, when we choose to trust in our Savior, that God will be at our side forever. We never do anything alone. We are never called alone. We have been gifted with a spirit that guides us and nudges us and comforts us and strengthens us. A spirit that will never leave us. A spirit that picks us up when we are exhausted and just want to fall down. A spirit that gives us words and power when we stand for God's truth. The truth of Pentecost is that when we live into the calling that God has given us, whether as a parent, as a student, as a spouse, as a friend, as a son, as a daughter, Whatever your job may be, wherever you may find yourself, it is never alone. For what God has called us, his spirit will strengthen us and go with us forever. All we have to do is to remind ourselves when we feel overwhelmed, when we feel the weight of responsibilities and dreams and pain and brokenness falling down on us. To breathe and to remember that God is with us and to what he has called us, he will give us the strength and the words and the direction to see it through. We are never alone. This is our truth. And today, I think it's so perfect that we celebrate the Lord's Supper on Pentecost. 
because we come to this meal as a church family. We come and we take it together. We come as a part of his body. But also, we come taking this tangible reminder of God's presence and a reminder that nourishes our body, that reminds us that God will take care of us when we trust. To this meal, to this table, we come to remember what God has chosen to do for us. That Jesus came born in a stable, laid in a manger for a bed. He came and and lived a human life. He experienced human emotions. He experienced what it meant to be overwhelmed at times. He knew what it meant to be anxious, what it meant to have responsibilities, what it meant to have dreams, what it meant to see the very real brokenness. And he came so that, so that home could be ours, so that we could know the true depths of God's love. And so today we gather and we remember how at a table surrounded by his disciples, how Jesus took bread and broke it and said to his disciples, this is my body that I will break for you to know forgiveness And he took the cup and said, this is my blood, my love that I am going to pour out so that you may be covered in God's grace and mercy. Jesus allowed himself to die so that we might know forgiveness. But Jesus rose from the dead so that life could be ours right now. He came to remind us that the light has come, that the darkness is never going to win, that we have a hope and a love that we get to profess to a world that this is our only hope, that this is our truth. But it's one that we never do alone, but we do together, and we do in the power of his spirit. And so as we come together this morning, we just ask, O Lord, that you pour out your spirit upon these gifts of bread and wine and upon us gathered here, Make this be for us the body and blood of Christ so that we may be for the world the body of Christ redeemed by his blood and strengthened by his spirit. Make us one in ministry with you with one another until your son returns and we all feast at his heavenly banquet. All honor and glory is yours, almighty God, now and forever. 
Amen. As those who are helping to serve come forward, I'd like to take this time to make sure everyone knows that everyone is always welcome to this table. You don't have to be a member of this church or any church to come. You just have to come wanting to meet our Savior. As you come, we invite you, if you have an attendance sheet or an offering, to place it in the baskets. But when you come, you'll be given a piece of gluten-free bread. Okay, look, the body of Christ broken for you. Chance, the body of Christ broken for you. Rebecca, the body of Christ broken for you. And then, you'll be offered the cup to dip it in. The blood of Christ broken. So as, when you feel led to come, come taking each step, remembering to remove from you whatever may be weighing on you, and to give it over to God's spirit, to his strength. And if you feel led to pray at the front, we invite you to. We just invite you to come ready to be thankful for the sacrifice and to remember his strength. So come as you feel led.